Are you ready? Yes, I am. Hey. Yes, we are. John Papkin Podcast, Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance, beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. Come over the bridge, go through one set of lights. Pull a Yui, park in front of the music store with the red neon light. Like and subscribe, hit the alert, have your own podcast right here in our beautiful studio. Dave will tell you how. Uh, come on the show with me. You know, I got a, I got a list. It's getting bigger every day, so make sure you show up. Brand new friend today, Jody Talevi. Is that right? Yes, it is. I got it right. Okay. Okay. Never met you before? Well, mm. actually, that's not true. I met you a few minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> I don't know thing one, so this is going to be fun because I, I like it when I don't know the answers. Okay. I don't already know the answers. Um, songwriter. Uh, how do you know Dave? Because Dave set this up. Well, um, I'm actually originally from Portland. Oh, okay. Well, that helps. So I know him through that. And then I've known Ed Macenti forever. Oh, okay. Um, knew each other here in Connecticut and California. And oh, cool. we've written stuff together. Oh, that's cool. Yep. All right. All right. That's cool. Um, so what are you doing lately, music-wise, that you want to tell us about that might be timely? You know, as in anything you want to promote that you're doing that's coming up or anything like that? or Well, um, I'm constantly writing new songs um, with many different collaborators. Oh, cool. Uh, a big change happened a couple of years ago during COVID. I took a music licensing course, mm. um, all Zoom, oh, wow. and learned about all the legal stuff that I didn't know. Okay. Uh, who who to send stuff to, how to send it, uh, who makes the choices, yeah, and all of the technical information that you have to include. Mm. It was a wonderful course. I learned a lot, but realized it is a, a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And um, I have uh, got my first um, agreement for a, a one-year exclusive uh, contract uh, for one song. Which that what that really means is that they have the song for a year. Um, I can chop it, but nobody else can. Okay. And hopefully they are going to find a home for it. Who are they? This is called Imaginary Friends. It's a, a sync agency out of California. Oh, okay. All right. So that's what you do. You just try to find a sync agency for your stuff. Yes. Okay. Yep. And then they pitch it to, yes. to who, whoever. Right. Whoever they think. So they must have a... They have a connection with the young and the restless, so okay. that's what the choice was, and mm. hopefully yeah. a scene will happen. Yeah. What I have realized, it's better to have representation than just be a songwriter trying to... I would imagine so. Yeah. Especially now. Everybody's trying to right. do something, right? Yep. That's cool. Wow. So that's a new thing. So now, but you've been writing songs forever. Yes. Yes. Probably about 30 years. Wow. All right. Well, take us back to the beginning. How does it all start in, okay. Por in Portland? <laughs> so my first uh, experience with rock and roll, this is a very funny story. Don't tell me it was Ed Macenti. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the 70s, okay. and uh, my older brother, uh, who is a musician also, mm -hmm. um, he had borrowed a uh, A-track from an older friend of ours, okay. family friend, 
heard it for the first time and was like, what is this? I had to go down in my parents' station wagon and turn on the eight track and it was House of the Holies, Led Zeppelin. Oh, sure, yeah. And that was just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. From that minute on, yeah. it was like, what is this? Yeah, that's one of my favorites too. And uh, and then I um, I didn't really start playing until quite a bit later. I started uh, playing guitar at 18. Okay. Uh, my brother started teaching me. Then he ended up moving to California. So I studied guitar, uh, piano, voice. And uh, 10 years later, one day woke up and decided to go to Los Angeles to go to the Guitar Institute. Oh, hey, that's cool. Yeah. So you're just like, all right, I, I'm going to do this for real. Yeah, I'm crazy enough to do it for there. real. Hey, why not? Ed Ed was the first person from Connecticut that took me to the Rainbow. Oh, boy. One of the first nights I got there. Oh, boy. So did you know him from back here? Yes. Back then? Yes. And you said he's out there? Yes. Okay. Yep. So then he's like, oh, all right. Yeah. Here's what we do. Yeah. So uh, that was a crazy experience. Um, ended up uh, moving back to Connecticut. Um, at Well, actually, I'll, I'll tell you what really changed my songwriting. In the beginning, I was very much a rock guitar player. And that's all I really knew. And in California, a friend of mine was doing an animated feature. And she asked me to write some songs. So it was the first time I ever wrote from a character. Um, a different type of music. Yeah. So it and really. You had been writing before then. Yeah, right. On your own. Yes. Okay. And um, so that really changed everything because I realized, well, this was probably more important for me to. Yeah. To do. And so now, I mean, I still write all different kinds of music. Wow. Um, kids yeah. songs up to rock tunes. So you don't limit jazz. yourself to. To just rock and roll. What did you think you were going to do at the at the at the Musicians Institute? Did of course, being an all girl band. Oh, okay. With all big right. hair and oh, a I hot got, pink Stratocaster. I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah. So you're just like, all right, I want to find out. Did did you find out what? Did they help you? Did you find out what you needed to know? You know that you had the idea of like, I need to go. And, and kind of get over some sort of hump as a player? Um, actually, I realized then that for me, it was going to be more about writing songs. Okay. That okay. that's... Did I, you get intimidated by all the shredders? Or um, no, um, I mean I I loved playing rock guitar and lead. I I think maybe I should have spent more time on um, chord chord writing and things like that. But uh, it was more like, well, I was 32 at the point, and mm. I'm like, well, wow. where, where do we go from here? So yeah, yeah. that's kind of, and that that's just how it. So it was worth it. Oh, absolutely. You, okay. All right. So even if you didn't like stay on the initial path that you thought, it clarified for you. Like, okay, yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's something. Right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, cool. So then you're writing for your friend's thing, and you're like, oh, hey. There's more to this than uh, writing rock and roll tunes. Yeah. That's cool. And I, I do wish I had paid a little more attention. There was a gentleman there that knew a lot more about what would become the sync world. But I guess I wasn't not really ready to understand it. Okay. Yeah. 
So um, moved back here. I continued writing. Uh, worked with a couple different pockets of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed being one of them. Okay. And, um, you know, working a full-time job doing mm. graphics, which really takes a lot of time. And yeah. um, ended up getting laid off from that job. And then turn around and COVID hits. Oh, wow. And... Yeah. You just said, I'm doing this now. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess that's that. Well, that, that's what COVID did for some people, right? You know what I mean? You start to realize like, okay, what do I really want to do? Or what, or, or now is a chance to take a different turn, I guess. It, it is. It's, um, I didn't intend to not have a full-time job in till, you know, 65 ish, sure. but wow. this is where I landed. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, so I do, I'm writing a lot of different songs. It, it's still hard, especially um, one of the big pieces that I do in the song is I usually am putting all the parts together and making sure who the musicians are that I'm getting. Okay. Um, I do a lot of the um, the split sheets and registering the songs. Oh, okay. Do the artwork for it. Oh, wow. But it can be, it's... it's uh, as my dear friend um, Joan, who uh, does these music woman magazines, says it's like herding kittens. What does that mean? Like, have you ever tried to grab a bunch oh, of kittens? Oh, herding, herding them, and you're like, you grab gotcha. one, and the yeah, other yeah, one yeah, goes yeah, the other yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, That's what musicians yeah. are like, right? I've never, yeah, I've never been around more than one cat at a time, so I don't know what that means. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I yeah, see what you mean. that's what it means. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. I, I, I know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I did a, a session last night that was like that and just like trying to get momentum together and it's just in f- 50 different directions at once. Right. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Figure it out. Um, when did you decide that, when did you discover that you could write songs? Cause a lot of people just, you know, they just play other people's songs and that's good enough. Like when did you discover, why did you feel like, Oh, Hey, I could do this. I could write and create. Cause not everybody can do that. Um, well, my, my brother, Mitch, the guitar player, he had inspired me. He said, yeah, anybody can, you just do it. Oh, okay. Um, I gotta say the first ones were pretty horrible. Um, but I think, like I said, when that, when I started writing for the, animated feature of the two songs where I really had to read the script, figure out the character, yeah, yeah. figure out the point of view that just really changed. So I do spend a lot of time trying to, I, I kind of create a situation for every song. Yeah. Right. That's what I try to do. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That's cool. So rather than <clears throat> always from your point of view, that writing for that thing gave you the perspective of, yep. yeah, that's pretty cool. I wonder what would happen if you didn't... Well, you were writing songs before that. If you didn't do that, you'd just still be writing about yourself endlessly, <laughs> maybe. Right? You know or I, mean? I say, um, bad boys and bad choices. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's leave Ed out of this or whatever. I have no idea. Um, what has been your uh, furthest from you? Like, what character did you write in... What was the biggest stretch? You know what I mean? Like, um, well, actually, uh, this song I wrote probably uh, 
26 years ago. It's a Vietnam song, and okay. it's from a Vietnam vet's point of view. Okay. It's actually just got picked up to be in a movie in Connecticut, hey. but no pay, but at least it's something. And the gentleman, um, how I connected with that was on Facebook. I'm Facebook friends with... Um, um, a movie he's a director producer he does all of it and he talked about the vietnam song so i reached out to him and i said i have this song and he liked it hey male singer acoustic guitar yeah and um then he dropped out of the project but he connected me to the guy that's still working on it okay and he uh, this gentleman's actually singing it out in his uh duo oh hey yeah that's which i cool. thought was pretty cool wow so no one would ever imagine that like a woman wrote this song. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Right. That's pretty cool. Um, you had already, I, I, I lost for a second. Um, you'd already written that song for just for no reason or you wrote it for that project? Well, I had three older brothers that were becoming of age okay. during that time. Right. <clears throat> so it was always something that was on my mind. Yeah. 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 And, um, the craziest thing, this was back in Connecticut. Um, a gentleman that was worked at one of the schools, um, he had gone to, he was a janitor or a custodian, and he had gone to get a bank loan, and it came out that he'd come home from Vietnam and was uh, robbed a bank or something. Whoa. But um, all of the parents and the students in the community rallied for him right so that was like i remember reading that article wow, and wild. it was something that i always wanted to write because they got the vietnam vets however you felt about it got sure. treated pretty badly when sure. they came home that's what they say yeah so that's kind of where that that one came from so they just the community kind of forgave or, or just yeah. understood from his perspective that he's not a danger moving forward yeah. to, to society or whatever, which is a desperate move at the time. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Hmm. What's the song called? A Vietnam Blues. Wow. That's cool. Hmm. So somebody's out there playing it. Yeah. So you were saying before that you're not necessarily a performer. Correct. All right, what's that all about? Um, well, um, as best as I can sing, which I, I do say, sing most of the demos, even if they're for guy singers, but as best as i've tried i really always sound like i'm 12 oh okay. so that's why now everything that i do i get really good singers oh guy okay. singers girl wow. singers different singers so when you say even performer i thought you meant like you don't play gigs but like you're you're not even like a performer no wow no nope. wow that's wild huh and that just didn't stop you were just like well I'm going to write. Did you imagine that you were just going to write for other people? Um, I would love to write for other people um, or just my, my goal always was to get them in movies and movies, TV commercials, mm -hmm. whatever. And in Connecticut, before I had any of this knowledge, literally I would send songs. If I made any little connection, send a song and literally just think I was throwing them against the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, and, um, 
you know, I, I did have a little bit of success in Connecticut. I've had, I think, three things that were in Connecticut-based productions. Okay. You know, kind of more connections that I had made. So I guess that's what they do call that it was synced, but, you yeah. know, no contracts, no yeah. Yeah. money. So. Huh. Um, wow, that's interesting. So you di- So you discovered... Like you say out there in California that you can write from that's your skill is different perspectives. Yeah. And characters. Yep. And thought, okay, this is this is my need. Wow. Is there such a is there such a job title? <laughs> You're just making it up. Yeah. Songwriter. Yeah. And well, when you see <clears throat> they'll send you uh say like a um any kind of the agency that would be looking for music, which it could be a film company it could be a sync agency it, it there's sure what i what i've learned from all these courses that i that, that i've taken in all the zooms and the clubhouses that i've listened in on the for the past three years sure there's a million different ways and it's not all one way gotcha so um they'll send you a brief and it's uh, usually a description of what they're looking for, what style of music, what time period, uh, vocals, female, male, uh, and then they'll usually send you reference tracks. And the one thing you do not want to do is send something that does not fit that. Okay. Because they get so many requests, they'll kind of like blackball you. So like you and really... And they'll just go, okay, they don't get it. They're sending us the wrong stuff. And yeah. then that's it. Yeah. Wow. And, um because they they're so specific on what they're looking for. Sure. So. Sure. Um rather than well maybe they're at the same time searching for stuff that already exists that they can license. Is this I guess maybe for the productions is it for their budget is it less expensive to get a custom written song than to license something? Who knows? it's all different. The other thing right. too is when they want certain songs, sometimes they just can't afford them. So they'll say, we're looking for something similar like to this. this. Wow. So. Wow. Wow. That's wild. That's pretty wild. That's a, that's a strange <clears throat> niche, huh? It's getting more and more popular. I, like I said, I, boy, do I wish I knew about this 10 years ago, yeah, but right, right. you know, it is, it is what it is. So yeah. Yeah. Um, is there a way to, uh, it sounds like, can you, can you gain some kind of momentum or is it just like you play something and then it's like one done or do they remember you? Like, can you Um, get, like if you place, if you have a couple of good placements, does that, that helps you? Absolutely. And I actually did connect right after my class with an attorney from, uh, California and he worked very diligent on trying to get me a publishing deal which would have been money up front front to write songs okay but um, unfortunately they wanted to see more financial success that I they were like what what are your numbers looking so you like? see so. that 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 could be the next step yes definitely yeah. now do you build <clears throat> a library do you stockpile songs Oh uh, yes, oh, yes. I have <clears throat> probably about, I think about seventy that are done right uh-huh. now. Um, I'm seeing a lot of the older ones were probably, um, you know, not up to par. 
there's a lot of different things they look for, which I would have never known, like an edit point. I'm like, what is an edit yeah, point? Yeah, yeah, sure. It means when the um, when the editor is looking for a little tiny clip of music, you better have a space in between where it ends what you're saying and not even vocally, musically. Wow. Which it's like, it's still a very hard concept. So you're writing to picture. Sometimes. You can, you can do that. I ha I haven't done that recently, but um, yes, a lot of times if you can wow. get a right to picture, that's even better. Wow. So how do you know what the what the beat of the dialogue is? How do you know what the cadence of the dialogue is that you're, you're just f blind. You're just hoping. Maybe after you have a relationship with the person, wow. sometimes you can get a listen to it. Like on the smaller projects, like an indie film, you might be able to get that opportunity to see the scene and go from there. Wow. But another big thing that one of the supervisors, and I swear she was speaking directly to me, was stop singing over my dialogue. Wow. Yeah. So it made me realize that I needed to step back. I'm a lyrics and melody and storytelling is what I do best. Sure. So I've made a concerted effort to do less of that. Wow. That's crazy. So it's almost like, not standalone songs with a strict narrative, but things that suggest or complement the on-screen. Right. Wow. Right. What a crazy, what a crazy thing. And you can't compete, like. Right, right. You can't because then people start thinking about something other than it has to support the, the dialogue or the the narrative or the dialogue. Because you're really secondary. The music is secondary. Right. And that's the hard part when you're used to. Um, like guitar players that want to play through the whole song sure. and with drummers that are on top of everything. Sure. It's like you, you have to really look at it a different way. Do you, um, is that, do you view that as, as a, just a challenge that's, um, I'm trying to think of the word, like, is that discouraging or is that encouraging to you? Are you just like, okay, this is another way to think about it and another way to, to figure this out. Well, you're still no, in I, it, so you I, must be. I love the fact, because I... Like, you like you, you rise to the challenge of, of trying to learn what they want and how to do this. Yes, okay. yes. And negative space, to me, is equally as important as any note that you're playing, and that sure. is really big for me. Um, yeah. And that is, it's very hard to get, wrap your brain around when you're used to playing so much. Sure that how can it be as important but it is so it's like the ultimate supporting role kind of in yeah. a way like you have to learn yeah wow that's wild that's wild so you think that this new agent <coughs> is going to help you Excuse i hope me. so i hope so um get some momentum i uh had submitted a christmas song for that um specific uh team and yep. um I'm not a big fan of the jingle bells, the bells and the Christmas sounds, yeah, sure, sure. but everybody else is. Yeah, yeah. So is Hallmark. Sure. So they, that's what they said back to me. They said, your song's got um, great elements. It's all real musicians, but it doesn't sound like Christmas from the get-go. So what they would... just overdub sleigh bells. Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to... Um, 
we started working on it. We realized we're going to have to move the time up, uh, push the song forward and have maybe some stuff in it. And yeah. that'll just be a different version. Yeah, right. The of sleigh, the original. The sleigh bell version. In the- right. <laughs> and and I will, my plan is to reach out to him once that's done and say, hey, you really like the song. Can I, re- I we, we did some work on it. Can I, can I resubmit it to you? Right. And it's got the loudest sleigh bells in recorded history. <laughs> That's funny. So, wow. um, so you kind of got to be careful how you do that. And luckily, that gentleman was my mentor in the class, so I knew I knew him. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So you you didn't yeah you didn't take it personally. You just right. Like, okay, I understand yeah. that. Yep. Right. Um, <clears throat> what is your? I I don't care. I just think it's funny. Like, what's your aversion to Christmassy sounding sleigh bell music? You're just like it's played. It's just overdone. Yes. Yeah. And it's hokey. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but it is, that's what they ask for that over and over, like Christmas is huge in sync because there's so many Christmas movies. And so they, um, that's like a prerequisite. Like you hear it in the bit. So you can't buck that trend. Like you, you can't be like, like no one has the nerve to say, we're going to have songs that don't have freaking sleigh bells and clip clop. (laughs) That's funny. But I will like I, I will keep my original version because our version is is a jazzier, um, old style. I I love doing vintage style music, okay. and that's what this song is. So I will keep that version. Another big huge thing that you would never think is that you can have ten different versions of one song. Yeah, right. And sure. that like there, uh, like I told you, I do a lot of listening sessions and a lot of zooms where. Uh, professionals are speaking you know that okay. do this all the time and yeah, yeah. they said and this i'm actually w- going to do on a new song i'm working on we're going to have one with probably a female singer and just piano and then we're going to do a rock version with the male singer why not because they're they're saying we want you it's better if you have more options because they might i love that song but i need a male singer wow and then you you already have it so yeah yeah so you are building a library in a sense. Mm-hmm. You start to realize it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. So I, how often do you, like, let's say um, you have songs that you have written that you haven't used for anything, but they're in your head or you, you have them. Um, and you can just maybe modify, like when there's somebody's asking for something, you, you don't tell them, but you just go, oh, I got, I have one that's kind of like that. And you just modify all the time. Um. Rather wish, than start from scratch. Uh, well, sometimes yeah. I do that. I wish I um, uh, had a, like some of the people that do sync, they have full on studios that they can do it in an hour. Oh, okay. I don't have, I work in different studios. I also tend to really want to use real musicians. So I kind of figured that that's not going to be me that can do that in an hour. Okay. But, um, yeah, I have stacks at home of songs that I could change the person. Uh, I, de- I definitely would do that. But it ends up taking, even with everyone being in the room, which is a luxury at this point. Yeah. Now with COVID, like um, uh, some of the people are out of the country. Yeah, let right. alone in different right. parts of the state. Right. What I found is the hardest thing is I love being in the room working with a guitar player, piano player. Yeah. Let's try this. Let's try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you get where it's like you hand it off to the next person and they just hand you something back and that's kind of what you're stuck with. So. 
Okay, I see. Say that again. So the the thing of not being rehearsing in the room with somebody, spending time on working and really creating the song and let's try this, let's try that. Yep. Or on the other case of saying, hey, I've, I've written this, this uh, um, uh, lyrics and melody line, it's in this style, can you put a piano part down to it? Um, and then they, they send you something, but it's not really exactly what you wanted. So you want more input, the more people involved. Yes, yeah. So you can, wow. Yeah. I, I like the interaction is really the best the best thing. And that's where you draw most inspiration from that. Yeah. Rather than some one person at home in their studio just churning it out. Right. Do you think that that, <clears throat> in the end, that that gives you an advantage in some way? Like... Do people know the difference? Well, that I hope I, that I, I would is... hope that they would. You know, because I'm old too. I shouldn't say too, but <laughs> no. But you know what I mean. Yeah, like you, we're I real. Get what you're saying, real musicians. You know, right? Um, I think there's so much controversy that's going to be coming up with the uh, fake music and the. Well, the other issue too is I use a violin player that is unbelievable. Wow. Yes, have I been known to use the fake string? Sure. But am I very conscious of of to doing using it how a string player would play it, not just like hitting the piano and sure. having it sure. down for sure. an hour, you sure. know? Sure. Um You might be poised for a future AI backlash, is that what you're saying? Yes, that's right? that's what some of the stuff that that's been um we've listened to a lot of what they do you know andy gundell who was here aj gundell he no. was here a few weeks ago he um it's interesting the conversation is similar he um he was m music supervisor for guiding light or I, I can't remember what but he does similar things and that's his thing is he still he has a music library that he shops that's his thing and um yeah it's more quality like his right. client list is because He's like, eventually, you know, people are going to realize yes. that. It, okay, so it's the same type of thing. That's what I think, um, that eventually they're going to say, well, that doesn't have any feeling in it. It's, it's I hope not so. real. Yeah, I um, hope so. Because you have people that can think that they can create a whole orchestra, but they haven't spent the Arranging years and is a years real thing. and years. Right, right, right. Um, and... Well, one of the last sessions I listened to was them talking about the implications of yeah, AI yeah. and with licensing it and how one group said we're basically like if we think it's AI or think it's fake, we're not, we're going to pass on it. Oh, okay. So there already is like a preemptive backlash so. in a way. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. It is. I mean, I I don't I don't want to count chickens before they hatch, but. It seems like, from last time I checked, there's a tentative writers, there's a tentative agreement with uh -huh. the writer strike, and that's kind of a a little blow against AI. Right. You know, may, maybe we're starting to see a little bit of a, like you say, there's some people that are already planting the flag and going, we're not going to accept AI. Right. I mean, don't you think we're going to have to though? I mean, some people are going to have to start turning the tide before it turns too far right right well i always say didn't you see terminator it doesn't end well 
<laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. Where where will it end? It, you know, if it starts in music and then writing movies and then writing, where will it end? I, you know, it's a whole other, a whole other conversation. I don't yeah. know. I think about this all the time. Like, um, yeah, you, you want to say that the majority of people in the mainstream don't know the difference. But I think they kind of do, though. Maybe not the vast majority, but I think people, don't you think that people pay more attention to quality in a way? There's yeah. a little bit more of a backlash. Yeah. Like I found that like um, being basically a barroom musician, which is what I spent most of my time doing. And you know, you're playing and there's TVs on and nobody cares and you're playing covers and you're doing your thing. And then when there was kind of COVID interruption, it's not like it's perfect now, but a lot of people that I know now they're playing breweries in duos and trios right. and, and people seem to be at least temporarily they're like they came out of the lockdown or you know out of that period with more of an appreciation and a readiness for quality right because they missed they took it for granted i don't know if we're talking about the same thing. Uh, no i think so you know what i mean definitely like and maybe ai there's going to be enough of a rejection i mean i'm sure there will always be low budget or you know productions that will only but those would be trash they're just going to be i you wonder because a lot of like i know the hip-hop music and that is all fake music sure um no well, i mean not all of it but sure then i i yeah i don't i don't know where the line is going to be drawn because i do have some fake elements in some of the songs sure. and then I'm worried now, well, now is that going to get completely rejected because of it? I don't know. Well, I guess only time will tell. Right. Wow. Yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Uh, where do you record usually around? Uh, well, I do. Um, Avid Studios in Wallingford is uh, Doug Farrar. Do you know Doug? No. Wow. Um, I record cool. a lot there. It's my hometown. Oh, it is. Wallingford, yeah. He actually, um, Doug developed real traps. Were sound sound oh, traps? I used to work at real traps. Oh, oh all right, okay. I didn't know Doug. All right, okay. You know all right. Yeah. yeah, when he maybe was start, I met you there. When I started out, I, me and Dave Lavosi used to work there. Okay. I, I, I made I made traps. Yes, I yes. Might have made that trap. You know, there was a while. <laughs> I forget what they were called, but it was like, oh man, we got to make fifty whatever the models were called. Right. The frame. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And I made real the real traps. Oh, that's funny. And then yeah. he sold it to one of the guys that worked there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I didn't work there long, but yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Just so, banging them out. Yeah, so yeah. that's one of the studios I work um, with. Cool. Um, a lot of, oh, actually another guy, Tyler Ferguson, in, um, he's in uh, Berlin. I've been starting to work. Where I live his, now. Oh, too funny. Yep. Uh, we're um, working with him. Uh, then like my brother's studio in California, mm. we still work on stuff. Uh, yeah. So it's all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a home studio, but I, it is only for practice. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's a whole other, yeah. whole other beast. And who are some of your uh, players that you use so, to build my guest list, my guests list? Ah, uh, okay. Let me think. No, like who do you call on? Um, hmm. no, who, that you would know. 
or even if I don't know, you know. Well, my like nephew Nick Talevi, he's going to be singing the uh, rock version of that new song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler's doing guitars. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, Mitch does a lot of the guitar work. Um, I can't think of anybody. That's all right. If you do, give a shout out as okay. we go. That's cool. So, uh, what do you got? You have uh, sessions booked now. You got something cooking right now, or um, we have me and Doug have um, a jazzy tune that we're working on that I connected with. Actually, Ed's connected me with his piano player Dan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the famous Don, Dan. I, ha- I the have famous it, Dan. Here? Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, too yeah, funny. I'll yeah. have to meet. I haven't met him yet. Really? No. Oh yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Um, yeah. so he's gonna um work he's on. He's a tune. creepy looking dude that you walk by to get here. <laughs> he's a guy that your Oh, that's him. Oh, that is that's too him. funny. Yeah, that's no, so that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be like a, a jazzy um, uh, tune that we're we'll once again we'll probably do a couple versions maybe with just piano and voice and then more like a trio yeah right the the song that they requested for the young and the restless was a trio it was a zoom that i was listening on Mm. does anybody have any trio music and so me and doug had a a song sent it to them and they said yes it was my first yes hey that's cool you know my first recent rest uh yes so it was pretty exciting that's cool that's pretty cool. And so I've got, I'm working on that, uh, working on a couple songs with Tyler. Um, I have like stacks of different songs at yeah, home. Yeah. Uh, I also did lyrics for some children's songs. And we actually have 22,000 YouTube hits on one of the videos. Hey, that's cool. We haven't monetized it in yeah, any yeah. way. <laughs> well, <you know. laughs> We don't know us, how us it either. happened. Yeah, I don't, we don't either. I don't either. I guess that's what it look. If you hit 22,000 and you're not at the magic number, then we're, then we're nowhere. We're not even close to near. Yeah, to that. So, um, so say what? Right. Oh, okay. right. So, um, I've got a couple more that we're going to work on with that writing team. Uh, I've learned to, um, have my projects going and to because everyone has lives and children and jobs that I don't I don't have children I don't have, <laughs> I don't have a job <laughs> what do you play again yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. so um you know I try to keep things moving along and and do sessions and uh right now we're waiting on Dan he's gonna be working on a piano part and oh, yeah. um, he could do anything um, it, well, he was excited because it is is jazz based. So oh yeah, no. He'll, um, yeah. And then I think I'm going to recruit if she will, uh, um, Alta de Champlain. I don't know who that is. You know who that is? Did you remember Ray de Champlain? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. it's Ray's um, a daughter-in-law. Oh, She's got a beautiful voice. Okay. Um, so that's. Uh, that's what we're working just on. Trying to get it all together. Yeah, that's cool. It's pretty wild. Um, who are some of your? Uh, do you have? Excuse me, like songwriting inspirations or heroes? Well, um, I think through my formative years, I was very much into progressive rock. Okay. 
Yes, Genesis, sure. Sticks, Kansas, sure. all that stuff. Sure. Uh, but actually, as I've gotten older, I really like writing uh, minor dark bluesy stuff. Hey. So, um, yeah. And then, of course, I always love um, awesome guitar players. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Cool. Um, you want to tell us about what you got here? Sure. Uh, the other thing I do for my paying job is I'm a graphic designer. Okay. And um, what and, I have here and is... how did that all start? Uh, th that I've been doing since um, I went to school for that when I came back from California. Okay. So I've been doing that for a long time. Okay. Um, I connected uh, with... Um, actually, my dear friends were on a cruise and they met this uh, wonderful jazz diva from Florida... And um, she reached out. We, we had connected. She reached out for a graphic designer for her magazines. And now this will be, hopefully, if she gets funding, will be on year number five. So that's what we're looking to that's do. Cool. And she does Music Woman and Music Man magazines. Okay. And Based uh, out of where? She was out of South Florida, but okay. now she's recently moved um, to, I think she's in Atlanta right now. Okay. Okay. And then I do CD covers, DVD covers. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then also I'm, I'm still like have a contract for an educational agency. So. Oh, wow. I'll. What's that all about? I don't even know what that means. What does um, that mean? well, there's, uh, it's actually for an early childhood parents, uh, reading group and it's, um, sessions that they do with parents. So it, it'll be all the documents for that. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Get a look at those. Yeah, there you go. There. Yeah, nice. Music Woman magazine. Is that? Music are you on the cover? And, no. And if you, then why not? <laughs> <laughs> cool. And then this, this is a lady that I met through Joan. Um, I did the CD cover, and she actually did one of my songs. Mm. So that was pretty cool. And then this is my. Uh, Probably the highlight of my career. Oh, I connected and did Carly Simon's live at Grand Central. Wow. Artwork, so, hey, that's cool. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, I. Um, how'd you get, how'd you manage that? I that's was cool. with a, a group that was um, supposed to be getting a animated television show, and um, it was one of through connections with that. Okay. And you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, so, how does that? What, what do they what do they tell you? Well, I worked very closely with the uh, guy that manages um, her business stuff. Okay. So they sent me the photos. Uh, they sent. Uh, he actually was very big on. He knew what he wanted. So okay. I just worked with him. They'd send me the text. I'd. I had to do a lot of altering on the photos. And how I got this job was the gentleman that he normally used said that photo is not good enough quality i can't work with it so when he met me i said to him like these photos uh what joan says joan is the jazz uh lady yeah. when i'm writing uh and doing articles and photos from older jazz greats she says to me you are not getting a better photo they're dead yeah right so suck it up and do what you can. I got gotcha. you. So then you learned to just 
work with what you got. That's that's what I did. So we had to do a lot of editing on it, but because uh, it was actually a photograph from a film slide. Oh wow! So yeah. Um, and then, like I said, I worked directly with the gentleman. Uh, we did a lot of zooms together. Wow! He'd send me all the text. I'd load it in, and then you know, so it was it was great. That's pretty cool. When did that come out? Last January. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I bet I could you ever have imagined that I'm going to do a Carly Simon album cover? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <whoever. laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I Yeah. Who would have thought that? Yeah. But if I hear one more punk kid say, who's Carly Simon? Oh, really? (laughs) Well, that's all right. I was interviewed for a job and I'm like, oh, I did Carly Simon's CD. Oh, who's Carly Simon? Oh, man. Well, you know, it's going to happen the older we get, you know. I said, ask your mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask your mom. (laughs) Yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's that's kind of wild. Um, all right, we're getting kind of close uh, to the end. Is there anything that you want to add or talk about that we did not talk about thus far? I don't think so. Are you sure? Okay. All right. Well, um, I have these w- kind of wacky wrap-up questions that kind of I don't know. I guess covered something or other. Um, Desert Island albums like a handful, you know, maybe up to five albums that you would take with you if you were, you know, shipwrecked on an island and you could only listen to those. Do you you have a few? Um, Chris Cornell. Carly Simon, live in New York. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Well, Chris Cornell. Whoever that is. Yeah, right. (laughs) Who's that? Yeah, yeah, Chris Cornell, one of my favorite all-time. Sure, Uh, sure, sure. His solo album. Yeah. Uh. I, I unfortunately don't know the name since yeah. CDs and things. I, I don't know a lot of the names of. So, any Breaking Benjamin. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Love Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Uh, who else? Kind of covers. Probably a lot like oh, um, the Live Genesis, the old Live Genesis. Wow. One. So, like what? Like what? I think Peter it was, Gabriel. Oh, I love Peter Gabriel. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. I think it was. Um, oh, what was the name of that live album from? What Seconds Out? Yes. Really? Was it Seconds Out? I, th- I, I think so. Yeah. My, my, <laughs> my wife, my brother-in-law, um, is is like the hugest Genesis fan that ever existed. He and he collects vintage keys too. He has a Mellotron that b- belonged to somebody. Wow. Yeah, yeah it, it's insane. Yeah. When I when I first started dating my wife, I you know, found, met him and found out about that. And he, you know, restores sense and everything. I go, you have a Mellotron? He's like, what are you kidding me? And then a few years went by and he scored one. So, wow. but, but anyway, he is, I, I'm a, I'm not a huge, I don't, I like Genesis. Yeah. I just, it's not, I don't know chapter and verse. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I could, there was a time where I could play three sides live the entire thing or whatever, yeah. but this is hardcore. And so my wife growing up, in that house she know like the other day we were watching we were watching youtube and there was like i don't i don't even know what it, but it was peter gabriel with the the bass drum and with comes out with the dripping face my wife knows every single note of every genesis thing from really yeah it's, it's so funny because i'm just like 
I don't know any of this. And she knows every, she's like, this is my entire childhood is this stuff. Wow. So it's kind of funny. It's unusual. Uh, I'm not a, after the Abacab came out. Sure. I, I, I can imagine. That. But anything earlier was just, just incredible. The Peter Gabriel was just here. Did you see him? I did not. Yeah, yeah. I did I, not. I saw a lot of people were there. A lot of friends, Facebook friends. Nice. Were there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I just think it's funny that my wife, the last person you would expect, knows every Genesis wow. thing. Every, yeah, it's kind of funny. That's wild. All right, so a Genesis rec- Genesis record. What else? Uh, for records? Yeah. Um, wow, let me think. Uh, I love Disturbed. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I love the band Red. I don't know them. Red is a, uh, a, as my nephew just said, it's uh, Breaking Benjamin with a uh, symphony. Oh, okay. So it's okay. in that genre. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty um, cool. I love the Eagles. Oh, okay. can't go wrong with the Eagles. Yeah, no, yeah, um, yeah. yeah so. Cool, cool. Uh, desert Island food. All right, being an Italian girl, pizza. Sure. Wine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that not? is a food group. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess technically, yeah. Red or white? Yeah. Both. Would well, you want you want to have the uh, the new the New Haven pizza conversation? Like what what? Peppy's, Sally's, Modern, you know, everybody's got a... Well, I will tell if, um, I, I do like I do like any of the New Haven. Sure. I do like Peppy's, but sure. um, my dear friend, who is non-Italian, okay. was at an event, and she's trying to describe to me this big, fat, puffy pizza they served. And she's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, you had Sicilian pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Because <laughs> sure, she's like, sure. what is is this yeah 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 that's funny so uh we have a peppy's right near me uh, oh, really? i live in hartford yeah oh okay yeah yep. they're branching out yeah 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 that was a big thing when i was a kid growing up in wallingford was go down to new haven and wait in line right you know, that was the thing and i'm kind of team sally's i found out I oh was, you are I, I you know what i was at a party I've, i'm sure i've told this story one time but i finally <clears throat> settled it for myself one time i was at a party where there were both Really? Yeah, it was, that was the thing. <laughs> and I just said, you know what? Let's end this right now. Because it's hard to store in your memory. Right. And I ate a slice and a slice. And that was one. Was I it a blind it. taste test? I don't remember. Actually, okay. I, that I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that. Actually, that's a good question. But I think I was inclined to be Peppy's because I knew that better. But that was the day I decided I liked. But not, but not, by, mu- not by much. It right. wasn't like, you know. I mean, when you're in that zone, you're in the zone. But... um. But yeah, I decided from that day on that I was Team Sally's, but you know, whatever. Everybody, I don't get modern. I like my sister's all about modern. And I'm like, I've never been to it's modern. Gr- it's good. Yeah. I just, but I'm just like, no. But yeah. that's what's beautiful about pizza. Is like everybody's got it's their so own. It's so different. Yeah. So different. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I like Sicilian sometimes on purpose. There's a place I live up on the pike that does really good. So every once in a while, I'll just freak out and get one of those. I like Greek pie sometimes. It's different different things I love Greek. yeah so you got it i'm you also gotta, greek too, yeah so. okay so you got to switch it up <laughs> yes. you know if you know what it is you know <laughs> oh it's very different it's yeah. different but yeah. i like it i yeah. like it but yeah that's funny is there any um particular live show that you saw in your memory that changed your life can you think of something that might be um, interesting wow you know God, there were so Other many Other than, shows you know, Ed Macenti at the, at the whiskey and whatever. 
Oh, those were the in days. 1980, whatever. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, well, I was trying to think of what shows recently have, have I even seen. Uh, the last show I saw was Steve Vai down in New Haven. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. Um, I don't even mean, you know, I mean like... Uh, I'm trying okay, to think, okay. yeah, 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 of... I'm trying to think when I first started going to concerts. Yeah, right. I was a big... I've seen Yes quite a few times. Okay. So I would say Steve Howe was one of my favorite all-time guitar players. Sure. So that could have been... Yeah, how wrong can you go? No, right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right, well, you know, maybe I should ask people this. This might be another question you remind me. What was your first concert? What was the first one? I think it was Chicago. Really? Yeah. At Oakdale. It was in New Haven, oh, I really? think. Oh, really? Okay. Right. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that might be a new question. You know, like the first the first show. The first concert you ever saw. Mine was I saw the uh my parents took me to the New Haven Coliseum to see the Bee Gees in the Saturday Night Fever in the in the whole the whole thing. <laughs> it was it was like the center of the universe. It was like the biggest show in the world. You know what well, I mean? It was like, probably really good though. It, it was really you know from what I recall. Um, yeah, there were lasers and there was wow. pyro and it it was it was a big deal. It was that that thing where. Um, you know, Saturday Night Fever soundtrack was the biggest thing. Right. And, and you, well, you know, I'm sure you've been to shows like this where you actually feel like you're at the center of the universe yeah. in that moment. You're like, oh, this is, you know, th it's happening right now. And you're, you're, you're right there. It, it was a big deal. Wow. My parents took me. And, um, but, th but then I think the first concert I went on my own with like my friends was, um, was Cheap Trick. Still uh, my favorite yeah, rock yeah. and roll band with UFO open at the wow. New Haven Coliseum yeah. a couple of years later. And I was like, okay, now I'm a grown up. I'm <laughs> going to the rock and roll show. It's funny. Oh, those are the good old days. Yeah, right? I live in Hartford and I still have to get dragged to get out of the house to go to a concert. Oh boy. Yeah. 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 I hear you. I was never a disco fan, but. I didn't have a choice. I mean, I uh, was the age. I didn't know any better. You were? Yeah. Uh, but I remember seeing the Bee Gees on somebody's couch, like a talk show, and acapella, the three of them were singing together. Oh, yeah. And sure. it was like, wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, they obviously, they had a whole thing long before that. Yeah. It was incredible. But yeah. Yeah. Now there's only one Bee, the Bee Gee. There's, we, there's one. There's only Barry Gibb is alive. There's only one. The Bee Gee. Is That's, he the tall guy, the tallest one? He's the one that looks like God. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's uh, there's there's Robin with the clean shaven. Yeah. And then there's uh, Morris or Maurice, I don't know, yeah, the yeah. other one. And then Barry's always in the middle. Right. He's the one that looks like God. Yes, yes. You know? So. <laughs> but yeah, imagine that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um. All right. Well, you know... We're kind of getting close. I mean that that could be that could be it. You know, it could be if you have anything that you want to add. Well, oh, so we're gonna um talk about what we're gonna link. Uh, <clears throat> as we're trying to figure out, I had a guest last week. We we don't really <clears throat> we don't have the capability at the moment to put videos within this. Yeah, but we're gonna put links 
in the con- either in the description or the comments about and you were saying you wanted to great i'll link um i'll I'll send you the link for a playlist if anyone's interested yeah yeah Yeah. i guess one more thing is i'm always looking for collaborators so if um people are interested please hit me up sure okay you know where to find her right yeah yeah all right it's kind of cool all right you you want to go with that you good you have anything else you want to yeah i want to thank you so much for making me feel so comfortable and um this was really a lot of fun. Well, wait, wait till I pronounce your name wrong right now, and then we'll see how comfortable we are. Jody Tolevi. Correct. Was here. She was here. She actually was here. That's cool. So tell me again how you know Dave now that he's here. Well, Dave's from Portland. Right. I'm, you're right. You live in Portland, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And he is Portland. He, he is. He's been a... a a mainstay in Portland forever. Yeah. He knew my brothers, right? Your brother played with me. Mitch, I mean, uh, Steve played with me for years. I thought so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Steven is brother number two. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I don't know. We, we, we don't even get into the stories. I'm sure there are stories we don't want to know. Well, I lived out uh, way out at Great Hill Lake, which is out Route 66. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know that is. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, right? This is old school Portland talk. I don't know. I don't even know what they're talking about. I don't even know. Lake, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Which band was it that you and Steven played in together? Jason Smith. Okay. Jason Smith Quintet. Yeah. yeah Steve played with me. Uh, oh, God. Banner Lodge. I mean, Gra- what did you say? Grayson Smith Quartet. Jason Smith. Jason Smith Quartet. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Dave. Our our boss here played with Jody's brother. Yep. Yeah, Steve. Yeah. Steve Delevy, yep. And Out in where? Oh, we did the resorts down in Moodus. Okay, Moodus. Lodge and Frank yeah. Davis and, you know, tons of weddings. Oh, right, okay. Right, right, right. You know, Playing up. With the McWedding Band. Out in the sticks, yeah. Now, you were telling me the story. Was was it with her brother that, that one night at the after the gig you killed that guy that one time? Was that with her brother? <laughs> I heard I heard that story. No, I'm just kidding. I've heard some imagine? stories that are very scary <laughs> oh, that, that my father would tell me. So Oh boy. Yeah. I don't think it's anything I can say on tape. It, it, so. You know what? <laughs> How about that? Jody Tolevi was here. Thank you. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Uh good luck with everything. Thank you. Oh, I, we hope we hear your music everywhere, you know. That would be great. Yeah, that would be great. John Peckman Podcast, Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance Career. Come over the bridge and do your thing. Come here, be on the show with me. Uh, have your own show. Do all do all of the above. And thank you, Jody, for being here. I appreciate it. Right? Yes, thank okay, you. Okay, cool. All right, kids. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the theme again because it's, it's so good. I felt like I ran out of all right. So anyway, hey, uh, yeah, come on the show with me. I, I have my list. I'm going to get back to my list. So if I reach out to you in the last few weeks, reach out to me again and let's do this. You know what I'm saying? All right. Thanks a lot, kids. Drive safe. That is all. <laughs>